Welcome to Business as a Magical Practice, where your business is the vehicle for your self-integration and soul evolution. My name is Sam Garcia, and I'm the founder of Dirty Alchemy Digital Marketing. And I'll be guiding you through how you can use your business as a spiritual practice and what magical businesses are doing to hit their goals and change the world. Together, we'll be relating the mystical to the world of business so that our work can unite spirit and matter, shadow and light, conscious and unconscious. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, magical business owners. Today we're talking about decision-making as an advanced magical practice. Okay, maybe making decisions isn't technically advanced, but for today I'm saying it's advanced since so few people keep their word, which is a part of (laughs) decision-making, especially in the spiritual space with all of our higher chakra-focused, ungrounded hobbies like meditation and ecstatic dance and all that jazz. I see all over the internet the inability to make decisions and the inability to follow through, (laughs) which is ironic because the sacredness of the word is reflected in so many esoteric traditions. It may even be why affirmations aren't working for you. Because after you've made and broken enough promises, your word is meaningless at this point. To make a decision to stick to your word is a highly spiritual practice, but you rarely see it advocated for in this day and age. Distractions are everywhere. Options are everywhere. So to make a decision and not stick to it is so easy. (laughs) To change your mind is so easy. I would say that one of the most magically powerful times in my life was when I was in high school. Yes, back when I was in high school. (laughs) I was so hyper-focused on getting into a very specific college that my focus was unwavering. I made all of my decisions based on this one goal. All of my energy was going into it. While friends partied, I didn't because I knew it would jeopardize getting into college if I was caught drinking underage. I didn't experiment. I chose hobbies that aligned me with becoming a more attractive college candidate. And then a few years later, after I had gotten in and started attending said college, my magical juju seemed to have dissipated. At this point, as a third-year student, realizing that there were so many options available for my future, I wasn't prepared for life after my ultimate goal was achieved. I had no idea what to do. And I was so good at many things. But my power of focus was diluted through a lack of vision and decision-making. If you're someone who is having a hard time making decisions, or like that's even a part of your identity, that you're bad at making decisions, or that you're indecisive, it's time to think really hard on this. And it's probably time to quit the habit of indecision, to let go of that identity. Because it's just a habit to not make decisions quickly and to not keep them after you make them. When you make decisions and then follow through with them, you're strengthening your will and strengthening your word. In the Hawaiian esoteric tradition of Huna, the kapuna who specialized in sorcery would be so powerful with their word that their word was law. They said it and it was so. You see this in Western hermetic traditions as well. So many people say, and so it is at the end of rituals. You say it, and it is so. It's the marking of a powerful word. More than just decision-making, this practice is about committing to your word. 
And in doing so, you give your words power. In my Western upbringing, even in an agnostic home, I knew the story of Genesis. Most of us do. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. It was his word that commanded the result. Through speaking it, it became so. We see this even in modern day. We call how words are written out spelling, reverberating the wisdom that our words cast spells. Toltec wisdom teaches that our words hold immense power, to be impeccable with your word. In the sacred Vedic text, I don't know if I'm going to be able to pronounce this, but we'll try, Satapatha Brahmana, I think I did a great job. The creation of the word was said to be, in the beginning was God with power through speech. God said, may I be many, may I be propagated, and by his will, expressed through subtle speech, he united himself with that speech and became pregnant. Does that remind you of Genesis? (laughs) Anyone? You see it again in Kundalini Yoga, where Yogi Bhajan spoke extensively on this, saying, when you speak, it should be as if infinity is speaking. I have a strong feeling that if I kept searching, we would be finding echoes of this same idea over and over again. For myself, I was turned off to the power of words through its oversimplification in Law of Attraction and New Age teachings. You hear how affirmations are going to change your life from every guru. You try it on for a few weeks or maybe a few years. (laughs) You quickly know that something is missing. But that sour taste hopefully won't spoil the deeper truth and power of the message. That the action of keeping your word is powerful, and by making decisions and taking actions to back up that decision, you actually construct the world you're living in. Powerful, right? (laughs) This gets a little muddled and murky when we start to apply it in everyday life, though. Keeping your word sounds so easy. It can be easy enough to trust your intuition, but becomes much harder when it's about follow-through. Because when we make decisions and set goals, our subconscious patterns are triggered and get flared up. You've heard that quote, if you shoot for the moon, you may just reach the stars. And you hear that big impossible goals that make you want to barf are the ones you need to be making. But is it really helpful for where you're at? I've done the practice of setting enormous goals before, and in most cases, it hasn't been useful for me. The goals were so outrageous that it scared me off, put me in an emotional tailspin, or just confused me for what the next step was. I know not everyone is like this. Some people are turned on by megawatt goals, but it's okay if you're not one of those people right now. And in many cases, smaller, more realistic goals are really what you need to get the ball rolling. You can't really make happen what you don't think is possible or realistic. And if you don't have a track record of making things happen for yourself, then it's even harder. So start small. Set goals you truly believe could happen if you work for them. Get into the habit of goal setting and strengthen your ability and faith in actually keeping your word. But a really important part of this is learning to trust yourself. Most women I know have an issue with deep self-confidence. We second-guess ourselves. We question our decisions, big and small. What we wore to the party, what we said to the new acquaintance, our life direction, our career path, when we should have kids, if ever. 
A boost in confidence comes from teaching ourselves that we can trust ourselves. And in the very physical realms, that means doing what we say we're going to do and keeping our words to ourselves and others. It can start as simply doing the dishes every night or going to the gym once a week by showing up on time to a coffee date. Eventually, it looks like setting goals and hitting them bigger and bigger. So going off of that, I think this is a fun contemplation. What if your goals are so big that it doesn't make logical sense for you to hit them? But after such a steady practice of keeping your word, there's an elevation from what's quote unquote realistic because you say that it's so as your words hold power in and of themselves. So looping this all back around to decision-making in your magical business and leaving the room in my head of multidimensional possibilities, I invite you to the challenge. What would you do differently if you believed your words held power? And how would your goals change if you believed that any goal you set would come true? So today I'll leave you with that a fun contemplation, and an invitation to keep your word. Thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time, happy marketing. Let's keep this conversation going. You can check us out at Instagram at The Dirty Alchemy. Website is www.thedirtyalchemy.com. And thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. And you have a magical day.